I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. To an actual podcast edition of the Limited Upside Podcast. I know it's been a while. I'm Mike Pareda. Ben Epstein is here. Hello, Ben. Hey, Mike. It is Friday, March 12th. Because the pandemic is nearly over, over I actually am keeping track of dates. So it's Friday, March 12th. And we are proud to be the latest stop on the Spinsters Podcast World Tour. This is what, stop number 20? Bill's like it. Yeah. Twenty three hundred. Who, who knows? <laughs> <What a> <laughs> Am I hallucinating? Maybe. That's Haley O'Shaughnessy. The other voice you hear is Jordan Liggins. They're the hosts of Spinsters, a new NBA podcast on Blue Wire. And we're we've got you guys on not because we want to hear the story of the podcast. We like the podcast. It's really great. You can listen to the other nineteen stops on the world tour <laughs> to find out about the podcast. But we're about to. I want to play a game with you guys. You guys in? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Let's do I'm it. Famous for agreeing to things before <laughs> the full story is laid out. So let's do it. I'm not going to ask for another example of that. <laughs> but uh, so we listened to your first podcast, which was about things you've enjoyed in this kind of weird, strange COVID season, right? And. Taylor, we had you on maybe, what, three or four months ago? I don't know time. I don't know what time is. When we were talking about sort of how weird it was that the NBA was proceeding amid this COVID outbreak, right? So we have that episode. And you guys were talking about things that you were trying to find joy out of the basketball you were watching and how that was hard, how it's hard with all this other stuff going on. Uh, in that spirit, then, we're going to play a game about joy. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to draft a each draft a five man team. I feel like I'm tripping over myself trying to explain this convoluted idea, so I'm sorry. <laughs> we are You're doing great, Mike. Bang. I have no idea what we're doing, and I do know what we're doing. So keep it up. Oh, great, excellent. <laughs> so we're going to each draft a five man team on the basis of we want people. This is a this team will be fun to root for. Five players and a coach. You're drafting an actual basketball team from the entire league. And the goal is simply, let's get as many fans as possible. Let's make my team as likable as possible. Now, there are some ground rules, but before I lay those out, I know there's... Kayla, you had some questions. Yes. So, is this... it? I, obviously, listeners are going to tell us who whose team is the best is it based on your team is the most likable or is it based on your team is the best in terms of like best roster? No, most likable. Oh, it's not. I mean, look, winning games is obviously makes you likable. It's good to win, but it's not the criteria. Like winning is just a small part of what makes a team likable. You might think that you'd like 
the way they fit together. You might think, hey, those guys are fun to root for. I think they're really nice people. They're great. They're great um, people. I really like their games. They're fun. What's that? I was like, mine is going to be the nice squad. The nice that's, squad. That's, I like that. Yeah. Usually uh, the nice guys <laughs> is like a phrase I stay away from because when men are like, I'm a nice guy, I'm like, no, you're not, or you wouldn't be saying that. But mm-hmm. in this case, yes, since we're assigning them that epithet, yes, I think N- Nice is usually like the most backhanded thing you can say because it's like there's more that I could elaborate on, but I don't feel like <laughs> wasting my time. So like they're nice. And you like shake your head a little bit. That's that's how I uh, I see this. Now, I will say that Mike is someone who dabbles almost entirely in the actual game itself. So now that we're removing basketball from the equation whoa, 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 whoa. and only on the personality, I think that's true. No, no, it's you're not. You're an no, X's no, and no, O's no. guy. No, no, let me let me clarify. We are not removing the basketball. You are pr- the fan base is primarily consuming these this yes. unit through the basketball. But like for sure, it's like. The same way, like, I'm a Wizards fan, you're a Sixers fan, Jordan, you're a Lakers fan, right? And Haley, mm-hmm. you're a uh, LeBron. LeBron fan and a Louisville fan. <laughs> Louisville, 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 first Louisville. of all. Excuse me, excuse me. Imagine <laughs> that, like, you're following one of those teams, except your team is this five, this group of five players that you've drafted. You're watching all their games, you're following their press conferences, you're a part of Haley O'Shaughnessy and Jordan Liggins' team Twitter. Or whatever that means. Um, what is the mo- what will provide the most fun experience and the biggest have the most people want to join you as fans of the Haley, the Jordan, the Ben, or the Mike team? So we should probably say you don't want to draft a team that will be losing all the time because that's not fun, right? Yeah. A little bit of basketball context. Okay, yes, I, yes. I completely understand. You did a great job explaining that. And like and like roughly a couple guards and a couple bigs so that the team in theory could play a game if, if they had to. Well, they are playing <laughs> games. So yes. Yeah. No, I mean, but I mean like if you say there are five centers and you're like, well, the five funniest, coolest dudes in the league, that's not a team that we're going to create. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Like that, that will like, I mean, you might think that that's like your ticket to getting fans, but I feel like that is a bad strategy that'll wear off after a while. You know, you're, you're, People are in this for the long haul with this team. You know, they're playing out a season. And you can interpret whether you it's about their personalities or about sort of their, like, how they, the experience is like watching them. Like, most fans do not know these players. In fact, very few of them do. They only, they know them primarily through their basketball playing. But they also know them a little bit through their press conferences and through some of the other things they do. And so it's up to you to decide how much you value that. You had another question? Uh, No, but I can already predict that there's going to be some it's going to be a a David Fisdale Knicks era lineup. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the team that drafts based on how overall talented the player is and not need. So mm. we'll, they, we'll see. They do say we'll you're, you should play best player available, although best is relative. Yeah. And nicest and most enjoyable is also. Mm-hmm. It's also relative. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only other requirement we have is that you're only allowed to pick, have two players who played in an all-star game in the last three years on your team. So that way you're not 
just picking super teams, right? You're only it, it makes sense. So I have a list somewhere of all the players who have been an all star in any of the last three years. Your team's only allowed to have two of them. That's the only other rule. Other than that, yeah. it's a total free for all. Obviously, it's good to pick a good team, but it's it's a team that you will enjoy sort of follow, uh, following for a year. Is the idea uh, based on your theme of sort of what is this experience that I've enjoyed? You know, I think you guys are talking about the Knicks, right? You really enjoy the Knicks, right? The Knicks are average. <laughs> they're not that good, but they're exciting s- average. Right, right. So maybe that's what we're going for. The most exciting average team you can possibly pick. <laughs> you know what? I will say that this is something I say all the time. Um, Dan Devine wrote this last year, but I believe he was quoting someone else when he did, and he was writing about the Thunder. It, there's a certain stage with the team where you can see that they have a lot of potential and a lot of fun, but it's before there there's the pressure of expectations mm-hmm. with them. That was the thunder last year for me. That's the Hornets and for Jordan, for Jordan and myself, that's the, the Knicks this year. And so, you know, I do think that there's something to, they are a fun team, even if they are average and being average is also considering their history. <laughs> you wonderful so yeah yeah (laughs) life is about properly setting expectations at a place where you can usually exceed them that's a good way to be happy and i I think that's what knicks fans are at right now when you're when you're thinking 20 wins is a good season and you're well past that at like the all-star game or the all-star break almost um yeah success i think i think we all know the rules here i think we have a draft order as well Yes. Haley, I believe you're on the clock with the with the first overall selection in the enjoyable uh, NBA draft. What yes. what is the what's the draft order? So the draft order is you are first, Ben, you are second, I'm third, Jordan is fourth, and then we snake back around. So Jordan is fifth, and then we go back and forth. You can pick players in any order that you want. You can even pick your coach first if you want. I don't know why you do that, but you can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, let's do let's it. let's do this. Haley, you're on the clock. First pick. Don't need any time at all. I'm picking Giannis. Really? Yeah. Oh. I thought I thought you said you were a LeBron fan. <laughs> uh, while I will defend certain players, Russell Westbrook is a great example. I'm trying to win this based on likability, and I don't know that you know half of the NBA does not like LeBron. So. Mm, okay. Well, I personally do. I'm trying to win this thing. I see. The wholesome pick. Okay, Giannis. Ben, you're up next. Who you got? Uh, okay, so my my list of players here is based um, loosely on who's been nice to me when I've met them. Um, and so that's important. Um, and there are picks here that I, I believe I can sit on a little bit that won't get scooped up. Um, I'm going to go with Clay. Thompson for my first pick. Super nice when I met him. Seems like as interesting of a guy that I could actually hang out with. Very good also, so he's not going to hurt my team. Uh, And I just, you know, at at the end of the day, who has to enjoy sports more than the guy who just missed two seasons? I I feel like he's probably aching to get back on the court, but probably has some some good perspective on the world too. That's an interesting. Clay Thompson. That's an interesting first pick. Now, do you realize? Do you know that Clay is technically an all star in one of the past three seasons? 
So you, yeah, you only so, allowed one more for the rest of your roster. So when I made this roster, I did. I wasn't thinking about the last three seasons. I was only thinking about this past year. Uh, I, I misread your first email because uh, <laughs> rules are stupid. Uh, and this is a hypothetical game. So there, there is a world where I pick... Uh, other all-stars exceeding my, my two limit. And, uh, you know, you can slap me on the wrist. Why don't you just pick them instead? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to try, I'm going <laughs> to pick my, I'm going to pick the all-stars is what I'm saying. So yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to stick to two. Um, it's your turn, Mike. Well, no, if, no more. If you don't critique. stick to two, I will tell you to pick somebody else. No, right, just, just go, just go, just go, <laughs> That's how works. just go. Uh, okay. I'm going to make the pick that like, I think is like the biggest no brainer pick out here. And I'm honestly surprised Haley didn't make this pick. <laughs> I'm taking Steph Curry. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Steph Curry. Uh, uh, there's plenty of people who... Okay, wait, wait, wait. What? Who doesn't like Steph Curry? Who would not want to root for Steph Curry? I root for Steph Curry. I don't find him especially likable like compared I, to other people uh, that you could choose. I love Steph Curry. That's who I was going to pick. I wait, feel like he... No, so a lot of people do. Wait, but I it? think there's a similar divide, much less than LeBron. But I, I do think there's a slight. There is. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I don't know her. Too. Yeah. I, I, what? <laughs> I think LeBron is more polarizing. But when the success, sure. when continue anybody who is successful in anything mm. for a period of time will eventually get some haters, just because there's enough contrarian personalities out there. Steph started to get his. Even the beginning of this season, everyone wanted to write his obituary what? about how. Yeah, man. Of course, you know this. Remember, what? everyone was like, "Oh, he stepped on," and then people hmm. were sh- were shocked that he like was back. Quote unquote back. They were like, I yeah, can't where did he go? Steph Curry again. Yeah, Jordan, I was like, Jordan, do we live on different internets? I don't know, but I <laughs> I was with you. I was with you. I was going to pick Steph because okay. he, well, and this is the joy draft. So he brings True. me joy right. when mm-hmm. I watch him play. Like we talked about the three point competition. That was just a, a joyous moment for me to watch his shooting form. So. You stole that from me, but I'm I'm with sorry. you. So sorry about it's a that. Jordan, as always, you make a wonderful point. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Literally remember, remember, it's the experience of watching Steph Curry, and I don't, I can't think of a player who's more fun uh, to watch. Okay, yeah, that's very true. Okay, yep, never mind. I, I'm changing my position. That's that's very true. Yeah. I think I mean, people don't like his like off the court. I mean, like, not necessarily off the court, but like the mouth guard and like all the winks and stuff. I think that annoys what? a lot of people. Oh. Also, like the dynasty annoyed mm-hmm. a lot of people. See, like Ben's on my side, but yeah. um, but the joy of watching him and like the three point contest. I'm like, no, okay, you guys are right. Okay. I concede. I concede. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now, Giannis is still quite fun to watch as well, and I think very, very wholesome. <laughs> to refer, I don't. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Giannis. Although my wife pretends not to like Giannis because it pisses me off. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right, 
Fourth, Jordan. Next two picks are yours. Oh, next two. That's right. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go in order here. I'm going to go with Dame mm-hmm. as my first pick because, you know, first of all, it's Dame Dallas. So that automatically brings me joy. Just a great rap name. Um, <laughs> but I just love I love watching him play like you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know how far he's going to shoot. And he's so clutch. He's one of the most clutch people in the game. So that is a joy to watch. My next pick is one of my favorite players, and that is CJ McCollum. He's going to be my oh, shooter. Ooh, you got the, 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 the Blazer duo. That was a smart I pick. know. That's a little Blazer. I mean, they're not doing so hot, but people love watching them play. <laughs> and I, I, I love watching CJ. I love watching CJ training videos like that's how much mm. i i can just study his game he is um also just fun on twitter and his wife is a dentist my brother's going to be a dentist so i just feel like there's just a little connection there mm. that i really enjoy <laughs> what are his he was high up on my list yeah high up on my list you, you got a mid-major going there too like lehigh mm-hmm. representation a lot of reasons to like cj mccomb wasn't he laughing yes. at no, he was Lehigh. Oh no, he was Lehigh. That's right. Mm-hmm. Also, also probably the best player in the league who has not been an All Star in the last three seasons. So that that's the other reason he's a perfect pick. Great work, Jordan. Is he didn't waste an All Star pick on an All Star. So that's <laughs> ten out of ten. <sighs> ten right. out of ten. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. Well, I am going to pick an All Star because I feel like this person brings me so much joy. And again, there's nobody who doesn't like this person, and that is Nikola Jokic. So my team is anchored by the pick-and-roll combination of Steph and Jokic. I feel like I got the nerds on my side. They're both really awesome, fun people. They are both really good and versatile. They they are willing to sort of be stick it up for the team. They're both marketable in their own way. They're both a little bit goofy. I feel like this is like it doesn't even really matter who my other three are. Steph and Jokic is my kind of touchstone players. I got all the fans. Yeah, yeah, likable, I guess. You know, sure, Mike. I think you're going for a pretty good basketball team here, too. I I think when I went, when I made my list, and it's going to be pretty apparent by the time my team is done. I don't. I think being good at video games might be more important than actual basketball. Like that's. I mean, because well, we'll see, right? I guess you have to wait to see who I pick. But I I think I was only if you don't say slurs on the video game. (laughs) I'm not picking him. No, he's the last person who's going to make this list right now. A name we will not say. Coming um, in hot at 451. <laughs> seriously. How, how many two-way guys are seriously. in the I feel like he's lower than 451st. Uh, I mean, yeah, I right? honestly just pulled that number. I have no Expanded idea. rosters. <laughs> yes. All right, Ben, who you got? Um, I'm going to take Joel Embiid as uh, both an extremely likable, interesting uh, incredible background uh, seems to be one of the more thoughtful, funny people on Twitter, um, and he is the anchor of my my favorite actual NBA team, having an MVP season. So I feel like if you wanted to talk actual basketball, uh, a pick and pop, a, a screen and shooter situation between a Joel and Clay would be well. If JJ Redick and Embiid made a lot of sense, I think Clay and and Joel. And in my hypothetical world, someday they do play together in Philadelphia. So. Fingers crossed. Um, but uh, yeah, Joel's a, a very, very uh, easy pick for me here. Okay. 
All right. So Is, does Joel have like universal approval rating at this point? I think so. I mean, I know there's teams that hate him because their best players go up against him and he can be, I mean, he looks to like emasculate other bigs in the league. So when he plays against AD and when he plays against Gobert, it's so personal to him that he like goes a little overboard, I think. And he can be quite the instigator on the court as you have and seen on before. Instagram and social media. Oh, for sure. Totally, totally. <laughs> Big time. He's like a real proficient troll um, for, for an NBA player. Okay. Um, yep. All right. Kelly. So I'm kind of, this. Is, I don't know if this is going to be a good choice, but kind of in line with, with your choice um hated perhaps off the court but just in terms of like nobody can deny when he's on the court playing that it's so much fun to watch um this might really do me in i'm picking kd okay okay now i feel like the kd hate has sort of gone away I, feel like- I think so too. There are some people who will never let it go, but I don't know that I'm hoping those people don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> I feel but like I'm like, Katie is get over joy. it, you know? Like, Katie plays beautiful basketball. So, mm-hmm. you even if you hate him, you're, you know, clenching your fist because when he shoots a jumper, it's beautiful. So, right. That was a great pick. Great pick, Haley. And he, he was very smart to get himself injured so that he became less of a threat and, uh, and garner our sympathy. <laughs> no, honestly, I do think, like, him and, and Kyrie going to the Nets, people are like, oh, brother, like, you're doing it again. But the Warriors era is over, and I do think that people have enjoyed watching him so much again that they're kind of over it. There was definitely that time when the Warriors seemed – so dominant that it was almost like is that anything different ever going to happen you know and people didn't like watching them but the nets are a completely new experience and i've loved it so far yeah Yeah. also nets don't have like this it's not a it's not a fan base that you can identify like the nets are this like amorphous blob fan base i went to tons and tons of games when i lived up the street and it's mostly people like me who just like lived up, up the street, not because they're Nets fans. <laughs> and then and I hope all the Nets fans hate me for that. And then who else, who doesn't like a nice Achilles recovery story? It's like one of those injuries that when you hear about it, you assume that's the end of that person's career or at least the peak. And he has shown, you know, yeah, he's great. He's still great. Who so, could have predicted that? Who could have predicted that? Yeah. If only there was like a newsletter from, from someone on this podcast, Mike, good job. Uh, so well done. <laughs> all right. Is um, it back to me? No, no I get one more right. Oh, you get two picks. Back. That's right. Good Ooh. call. Another pick. Okay, so let's see. I have Giannis. I have KD. Is this even going to work? Yeah, this will work. Again, I'm like, wow, the risks. I really came into this thinking I could win, but I don't know. I'm picking Bam. Bam, uh, I believe, is ineligible because you have two all-stars. Oh. <sighs> okay, fine. Jeez. Man, I really just gave someone an idea there. Well, the only there's only one person who has not picked their two all stars already. So, yeah. basically congrats, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Outsmarting us all. Am I not getting this experience enough on our own podcast? <laughs> 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 okay, then I'm throwing a curveball. I'm taking John Morant. Ooh, good pick. I was thinking about taking John Morant. Good, good pick. pick. That's a good Thank pick. You. If I hadn't, so fun. 
If I hadn't gotten Steph, John Morant would have been my pick. God, he's just the way he moves is just amazing. Yes, it it's is a ridiculous. wonderful experience watching him. Yeah. I adore him. The rest of the Grizzlies, I'm not so sure, but yeah, him. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is hilarious, actually. Maybe I'll pick Dylan Brooks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if Jaron Jackson Jr.'s three point shot was like a little different, I think people would enjoy him watching him on the court. You mean like like the form? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it looks janky. It doesn't feel a little right. funky. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, eh. every time I like to be sure that the three is going in, <laughs> which is another point. Like to to your guys Steph Curry point, which I've I've totally been like, ah, that was a good point. It's you know he's the opposite right. of that is the argument for him. But otherwise, I I do enjoy watching him a lot. Okay. All right, Ben. All right. This is where my uh, my team falls apart uh, pretty quickly because I'm going to go with guys I like and who I think are, are funny and cool uh, again and who probably can't play hoops uh, nearly as well as they mo- once could. I'm going to go with um, – <laughs> give, me, give me Blake. Uh, Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin okay. On my team. Uh, probably one of the funnier – NBA players, not just because he's actually like he does comedic things and like, you know, professionally and host shows and has been on roasts and whatnot. But like, I actually genuinely like his persuasion of sense of humor. I think his dry wit is funny. And I don't think he's been an all star in the last three years. So he does qualify me. Yeah, Uh, he has not. His last all star appearance was four years ago. I I feel like he does not have a universal Q rating, though. I feel like there are people Hmm. who do not like him. That may be. I mean. I think Blake has been a, a well, first off, uh, an underappreciated NBA player, whether whether that means that's not necessarily good for this particular team we're building. But, you know, he was at a high when you when you go um, to like super highs with a team that just misses, you're oftentimes the ones forgotten. And in his case, the other parts of that team in Chris Paul's case, you know, is still on a high and, and riding a team that could very well compete for the Western conference or title. Deandre Jordan's like a placeholder center right now. And Blake is, you know, all but forgotten and now a buyout with an opportunity to maybe right. get his title. So yeah, I think there's a redemption story there. And he's a guy who we saw like be a peak athlete uh, with a shorter window. Yeah, you know? cer- and certainly so, not that now, <laughs> No, but I'll tell you what, in, in his day, there wasn't a more exciting player to watch, uh, you know, play basketball. And so That's right true. now, because okay. of personality, all that above I'm going with Blake. I agree. And if people are judging this off of all time, like throughout their career, who who else would you watch daily on any given night than Blook? Blook. I hope you cut that. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> then no, Blake. We're, we're keeping that in. Uh, Varun, keep that in, please. <laughs> um, then Blake, his rookie season, and then like yeah. early Lob City. I, I get that completely. Yeah. Totally. The, the only problem is that you're presumably playing – your team right now and not going back in a time machine and playing with it. You know, That's you should have given us the time machine clarification. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, my pick is very easy and I'm stunned that nobody has picked this person. So I will take him. I am taking LaMelo ball. Oh, great pick. So fun. Yeah. Can't see anyone yeah, who doesn't pick. like, doesn't like watching him play. You know, and I know there's a little positional overlap, but I also am going to get all those Warriors fans who are kind of grumbling about the James Wiseman pick and wondering why they didn't just take Lamelo. Be like, oh man, Lamelo and Steph—they'd be so cool together. So yeah, I feel pretty good about this one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. All righty. 
Lamelo, it is. Jordan, two to you. Okay, two. Um. Well, I just thought of this. Just it really just came to me. You know, I didn't um, have any previous thoughts of picking this Heat player, um, but now I do, and that's Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well I was thinking about it, and then once you said it, I was like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. So, Steel. Look, we're I, a team. We're a team. We're I, a I'm, team. I'm proud. I'm, I'm happy to contribute. I'll, I'll <laughs> Thank say you. That, I'll say this. You know who would be, like, uh, for a basketball sense, the perfect big man to play with Damon CJ? Bam out of bio. Be the perfect yes. fit. The perfect fit. I think so, too. I think so, too. And Bam is just exciting. His strength. It, it's fun day in day out um and then well actually i think i want to put him as my power forward because oh, okay i want jared allen oh that's another good pick my center afro to afro jared allen is an amazing person <laughs> He's so fun to watch. He just does his job. You know, he goes in there, he block shots, he rebounds. He's having a good time. And then he goes home. And you just, you have to root for that player. He's not all flashy. He's there to get the job done. And I love it. I think the Cavs got a steal. And I think the Brooklyn Nets are really going to regret giving him up because he's so fun to watch. Yeah. Agree with everything you just said. He also he comes up yeah. with block dunks and block dunks are awesome. Mm-hmm. So like even though he's sort of like a blue collar dirty work player, he has mm-hmm. those moments of like, holy shit, what an amazing highlight. So yeah, I'm with that. Um, okay, I'm gonna take probably my favorite role player in the league, someone that I've been meaning to write a newsletter about that I haven't quite gotten around to, but it's on my list of topics. Mikael Bridges. Saw that coming too. Yeah, he's great. Good one. I had that down. That's a good one. Another person who, again, just sort of does his job, Mm -hmm. plays so well off others, uh, super efficient, amazing defender, like watching him like try to guard people. Like it's just so much fun to watch him slide side to side, watch him lock up players. Uh, He's super smart. So like you kind of have – I, he's the guy you go to if you want like sort of a really interesting like intellectual quote so he's going to get the nerds on my side and mm-hmm. super wholesome really athletic uh plays really well with others uh that was like someone i was like i need that guy on my team i like that we all have completely different criteria for how we're picking our teams <laughs> I, lo- I like it's it's great. my favorite part <laughs> i'm like this guy makes me laugh and i met that one and mike's like this is a good quotable person for the nerd persuasion of uh twitter great. i think it's great i'm trying great. to get people to root for my team it's a persuasive <laughs> can't just be what no, i like fan. i know i know that's I, I think that's where i messed up here but we'll, we'll see how it ends up okay well you're next all right all right, give me Colin Sexton, hmm. who I find to be one of the most pugnacious players in the league, and I love that. I don't know if many folks watch the Cavs, um, but with that in mind, when you watch Sexton play, like there isn't another point guard that he doesn't think he's better than. And that's the way he's felt since college when he was a little undervalued at Alabama, like not a blue-chip basketball program. That's the way he was in like the high school All-American game when we saw him play at the Barclays Center. It was just like – 
everything's in a front to him. And I, I absolutely love that. So I think he's been great this year. I watched him put up 40 on the Sixers and there was nothing they could do about it. Um, yeah. And I kind of like what the Cavs are building uh, as a young base. You mentioned Jared Allen already. He just went in this round that kind of triggered my, I was like, I should probably pull the trigger on, on Colin Sexton here a little earlier than maybe I would have, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of this. I actually think he's made some huge steps in a pretty quick period of time. And if he was in a market with a little bit more, Glitz and glitter that he would be a little bit bigger name already on the national stage. Definitely did not have, did not have two Cavaliers being picked in this draft. (laughs) Well, you got to pick non (laughs) all-stars. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's such a, that's such a, but there are a lot of non all-stars on good teams. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. In the last three years though, when you make that three year window, it really does take away like a good amount of players. (laughs) Because, you know, mm-hmm. three years is a long time in the NBA. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Haley, okay. you're up. Okay. Next, two next picks are yours. So it looks like I need a, a guard and a, a center, someone who can play center. Okay. Uh, you know, which speaking of, I am surprised. We, we've all picked our all-stars, right? We have, yes. Yes. Surprised nobody picked Jimmy, especially after last year's run. People love tenacity and they love effort so that that surprises me um he was on my list he was on my list Mm. but i felt like i was going to be too small if i went dame cj and jimmy Mm. but he was fair enough yeah one of my favorite like jimmy butler things uh, about him in general is when he corrected brett brown when brett brown was like tonight he was james butler and he was like my name's literally jimmy that was that's probably one of my favorite all-time Jimmy Butler yes, moments. That was okay. wonderful. In hindsight, that's probably where Brett Brown lost the 76ers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just love his accent so much, and I miss hearing Brett Brown talk. That's If he could just do some post-games uh, or some pre-game interviews or anything, he could just do it in his closet with a microphone. That would be that'd be great. Let's hmm. get him in the booth. Let's do it. Former, if he can do that. Right? get that a lot. Welcome to the Spinsters podcast or whatever. I don't know. Oh, hey, Brett Brown. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Oh, my God. That's wonderful. We might have that. We might pull that and make that our intro. Or, <laughs> or when you call the voicemail, it's Brett Brown. Oh, my God. That'd be wonderful. Wow. I haven't even thought of that yet. We should get people to do. <sighs> I love it. Okay. De'Aaron Fox. Ooh, another good nice. pick. Another good pick. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, question. Yes. How many Knicks fans would you say listen to your podcast? <laughs> well, let me go check the analytics real quick. Um, check my listeners. <laughs> you are an analytics guy. I'm surprised you didn't. You don't have a number prepared. Mm. Uh, I'm looking it up now, and I see it's precisely 38. <laughs> okay, not that bad. Not that bad. This again, I'm like every move I make could do me in. Um I'm picking Mitchell Robinson. Another great pick. Oh, love love watching that guy play. Yeah. <laughs> All that's right. that's a good one. Oh, this Thank is you. Oh man, I don't know, I, Haley. You've got a fun team. <laughs> I know. Jaw and De'Aaron Fox and KD and Giannis. The coach could do me in. The coach could do me in. So we'll see. Ooh, that's oh, it. man. I have I the last coach. I only wrote down three while we've been doing this because I didn't know coaches was get, was part of it. So me neither. 
uh, I might have to like make up one on the fly. And you guys are like, who coaches? Who is that the coach of? And I'm going to say like a team who nobody remembers who the coach is. <laughs> Wait, I actually have a question. Sure. No, I'll never mind. I'll get no, no, to, no, I'll get it to mine. No, no, no. Okay. I don't want to steal. I don't want to give anyone any ideas. Yeah, I'm Jordan, smart, smart, learned. smart. <laughs> cl- close to the vest. Ooh, I'm looking at this team. And it's like your team is going to own uh, highlights daily. Like you're going to be all over the highlights. There's going to be this sort of like, boy, the, how did these people play together? Like, wow, they're so athletic. That's sort of like curiosity involved. Ooh. Man, I think he did pretty well in this draft. Your team, by, you. the, by the way, John Morant, Darren Fox, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Mitchell Robinson. I mean, Jordan's team's the only one that actually it like is well structured. Uh, hey, how, how <laughs> dare you? It's like a well structured, put together team. How mine is, is a complete disaster. How is mine not a well structured, put together team? <laughs> Who do you have? Who do you have? Steph, Lamelo, Bridges, and Jokic. I mean, they're the best passing and cutting team in the league. Oh, <laughs> you want a wait! Lot of I'm nice gonna passes. get the first coach pick. No, you're getting okay, the last. Never no, mind. No, you're getting no, the last no. coach. Pick. No, I'm getting last the last one because you guys go back. Oh, fuck! All right, <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, all right. Okay, Ben, who you got? Give me Robert Covington, my favorite. Sixer of the of the of the process era, someone who I think is like there's there's a space and um and a praise level that a guy like Bridges gets now because Covington opened that door for him to be appreciated fully. So give me the Godfather of of the modern call it last five years three and D, um you know the type of player. Such a good yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And if you yeah. saw Covington this weekend, he, he's like a really sweet guy. He's like a thoughtful, mm-hmm. understanding guy, and I think. Yeah, I think he's always struck me as um, there's a personality that a lot of NBA players carry, a way they think of themselves. He's been the farthest thing from that his whole career. And I think there's a lot of humility you get from playing for uh, a terrible, terrible team like he did. And then again, eventually being on contenders like he's worked his way into. So big Covington fan comes from a small school, one that actually uh, he played Loyola, my alma mater, Loyola, Maryland. So not Chicago, the one that's good at basketball. Um, although, shout out to Loyola Greyhounds. They are in the Patriot League final this weekend against Colgate, who's who's actually pretty good. So, we're probably going to lose. They're playing college uh, basketball this year? Yeah, for like a little bit longer. Although, I don't know if anyone saw the news of the last like 24 hours, but like four of the blue chip programs now have COVID and are no longer in their conference tournaments. Kansas, Virginia, Duke, and oh, there's another one. Goodness. Anyhow. Yeah, so, and anyhow. Duke just played Louisville. So, I was like. Yeah. No, it's not good. No, yeah, no, not no. Good. And Kansas just played Oklahoma. And so it's like all these things are going to potentially bubble over. But yeah, anyhow, we're going to find out there. the next like, week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. So didn't mean to make, didn't mean to make a downer there. Give me, give me Rocco. And, uh, and I think it's Jordan's turn. Hey, 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 hey. I'm still. Oh, nope, Mike's turn again. I, keep, I just, there's four of us and I keep getting the order wrong. So that's good. Then <laughs> <laughs> I believe that people, fans tend to like it when their players hit timely three-pointers instead of bricking them. So yeah, I'm not sure, about right. the, not sure about the Robert Covington pick there. Uh, or as I like to call it, <laughs> worse Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, but you know what fans like to do? They like to get really, really behind their best role players. And that's that's like, again, I could have gone with Marcus Smart and said, hey, 
29 teams absolutely loathe this guy, but in terms Ooh, of a fan base, hmm, people absolutely it. love him. It's the, it's the whole hockey complex yep. of like the instigator, like back in the day, Matthew Barnaby absolutely was one of the most loathsome players in the NHL, but every team he played for the fan base absolutely loved having uh, them. And there's yeah. plenty of those guys in the NBA as well. Yeah, I agree. Yes. I, that, that makes total sense. Uh, I'm going to take Marcus Smart. <laughs> you're, you're I, welcome. Had him, I had him <laughs> ran down, but that's a, yeah, that's a great pick. I uh, it was between him and one other person who I'll reveal if you don't take them. Well, you can't pick them anyhow, Mike. So you can say it. Uh, wants well, to pick I, up I don't want to like kind of. Okay, so it was between him and the other one I was thinking about was Jeremy Grant. Mm. Mm. He's been good this year too. Another process yeah, sixer. That's interesting. A low, uh, bet on yourself, person. Mm-hmm. Do I? Who do I really? Which Which of the two do I want? I'm gonna go with Marcus Smart. I mean, my team would make a little makes a little less sense now because it's like three guards, Bridges, and Jokic. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Marcus Smart. Okay, if they make you happy, that's what we're. That's what (laughs) if they make you feel enjoyment. Enjoyment, then you've successfully made your team, Mike. I mean, my team is. He can guard. He can guard guys who are bigger than him. So I don't know Mm -hmm. that you know. Think about the defense. Yeah, my my team's got like this amazing switchable defense and three role players playing off the Steph Jokic pick and roll. Like I've got the modern 2021 team here. Nice. Congrats. I like it. Hope that brings you enjoyment. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm between two people. I don't know if this really fits the position, but what are positions? Positionless basketball. Mm-hmm. It's the um, new era. Go for it. It's the new thing. It's trendy. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Christian Wood. Oh, great, great pick. Yes, just everyone loves a redemption story. You know, he just has a great story. And as you know, we're writers here. We love a, a great story. And um, I love following him and have him blossom into this incredible player. So, yes, Christian Wood. Sorry that his team is not good right now. But yeah. oh, can you think of any other like summer league call like summer league standouts who become as like not just like a really good NBA player, but also one that finally got rewarded with a contract in a similar sense to Christian Wood? I, it's hard to. Maybe not the contract. Maybe not yeah. the contract criteria, but the uh, Kuzma's first year. Sure. Yeah. I, remember, I was at his Cruise, first yeah. summer league game and I was uh, with Megan Schuster and we were both like, okay, wait a minute. This guy <laughs> is very <laughs> fun. Is Let's see who he turns yeah. into. Yeah. And then he, he was really fun his rookie year too. So that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Caruso just like more recently. No one knew who yeah. freaking Alex Caruso was. We we're like, how old is he? Is he like 40? <laughs> Nobody knew. And now he's, you know, the Caruso Lakers fans <laughs> love him. Um, he has that new manscaping commercial. I don't know if you guys Which saw. is funny. So, I have not funny. seen a, you know. it. I have not seen this commercial. <laughs> I, do I want to see this commercial? It's a yeah, little it's... weird, but I was happy for my guy. Like summer league to... Yeah national commercial like totally is he i just remember him go ahead mike no i was gonna say is he like the most appropriate person to be in a manscaping commercial in the league well mike men can scape more than just the areas you're thinking about no i know of course (laughs) of course i can i'm like that's why i'm mentioning it 
Uh, as uh, someone who shaves his head constantly, I can tell you that uh, I think Crusoe is a fine selection for them as an advocate and yeah. spokesperson. And uh, I remember him at A&M and thinking to myself, like, I don't know what it is about this guy, but I like him. I'm just kidding. No, I'm, as I'm a bald guy, too. You can't see this uh, because it's a podcast. But um, no. And then, and then he was also like, Crusoe's a freak. He's a super good athlete and is willing to do the dirty work. So I appreciate that. Um, good for him. But Christian Bob is a good pick here. I feel like if he hadn't gotten hurt this year, his name would be even bigger um, you know, in, in the league's chatter, if you will. Unfortunately, obviously, yeah. he's been injured for about a month and a half now. Um, so nice pick. I don't think the Rockets have won since he got injured. Like literally, it feels like it, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I actually they they got. I think they're on a fourteen game losing streak now, and I think it coincides with his injury. I have to. Double Did you see their that. injury re- report tonight? They 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 have got like seven or eight active players, including three people who just came up from G League, um, not including Porter right. Junior. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's gonna be fun Yikes. to see how that. I feel bad for Silas, but we'll see how it plays out for them the rest of the year. Hey, um, hey Ben, remember yeah. when we had hit at uh, our friend Sierra on, and she said, "What was the term she used for the Houston Rockets?" This is when they were playing really well. What was the term? Mm. I can't remember what. It was just so perfect. It was it was a millennial term that I didn't understand, obviously. Um, <laughs> God. You are a millennial. Uh, okay, anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't Gen remember Z term. I, I need to yeah. look it up. Uh, oh, revenge body. They were having a revenge body season. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what at the time of the of that podcast. That was true. Yes. That revenge. Is perfect. Uh, revenge I just body. checked, by the way, and it is a 14 game losing streak. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But Not changing anytime back, soon. <laughs> yeah. Right. It'll be more joyful. Yeah. So he will put me. up like. Yeah. 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 He's so, going to put up like okay. 30 and 20 when he comes back, though. Like, so, the numbers are going to be will. staggering. Yeah. yeah. So, you're, you have two point guards, basically, and three centers, and I've got, like, all wings. I feel like our teams could, like, make a trade or something, and it would work out well for <laughs> in some way. My team is fun. I like this team. This is Jordan, who is coaching? Who's coaching your team? Who is coaching this team? Okay, so this is going to be my question, and I'm just going to make this pick, and then if you guys have a problem with it, we can talk about it later. Um, <laughs> my coach is Becky Hammond. Okay. That works. You, you know what? Yeah, it doesn't have to be a current head coach. You know what? Like, yes. I think that's fine. Yes. I'm with I was it. about to be like, sexist, if you guys <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was a trap. That was a trap. And you you passed. You passed. Congrats. We could what? have Becky Hammond as our coach. That's my, literally my answer to everything when I don't think that way. So. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? Like, uh, we're nice guys, so that is that the trap? <laughs> yeah, nice. They're nice. Nice. Okay. Um, interesting. I like that. Um, all right. Since my team is like sort of like a fun mad science experiment, I'm going to take Nick Nurse. <laughs> I enjoyed Nick Nurse. I enjoy him when he goes on podcasts. He seems like an interesting guy. I I don't know if I know much about Nick Nurse off the court, though, other than he's that, he that has consummate. He a guitar that he brings on some road trips, so that's all you need to know. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. He has that, that's own, why Mike picked him. Doesn't he have his own? He has his own like logo, right? Like, wasn't there a whole story that came out about how he trademarked his own logo? Did he? I really hope so. I think I very, I, here, I'm going to look this up and try to find this. But um, I'm pretty sure you know how like he used to wear like a hat during the title season that had yeah. like NN on it. Oh, that's great. Mark logo. I Players swear. even have to get to a certain level before they do that. So that <laughs> totally. is hilarious. 
I could have sworn that I, I saw this. I support this. Let me see if I can find this. I, I just remember this being like, he had his own logo. Uh, Nick Is he like the... Uh, yeah, he has NN branded hats. Huh. What's well, a foundation? Well, It's his foundation. Okay, so okay. I guess other Raptors also have their own brands. Um, you guys haven't seen this? <laughs> Is this like a Canadian thing that we don't know yeah, about? Uh, no, this is like, yeah, he has his own, he has his own brand name hat. So this I is think like, we're gonna have to in the chat. Hats. Let's let's rank mm-hmm. them. Okay. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, Nick Nurse found it. Wait, this is cool. Yeah, isn't it? Yes, hoodies. <laughs> they have hoodies and everything. Wait. Yeah. Do I want a Nick Nurse hoodie right now? <laughs> Cool, right? What am I supporting with my donation here? Let's oh yeah, see. that's probably more. <laughs> Let's see. You know. <laughs> okay, right. the Nick Nurse Foundation provides a pathway to success by empowering children and young adults to achieve their full potential by leveling the playing field so they can become positive contributors to society. I love it. It's purposely nice. vague, purpose, so nice. vague enough to get as many people as possible to yes. enter the cause. <laughs> it's perfect. Nick Nurse. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Good so, pick. I, I mean, who would have thought? That was a, a much more multifaceted selection than, than I realized. I know, oh, yeah. Right? I, I okay. got to get the right, a mad scientist sort of quirky coach to go with my mad scientist quirky roster. I think it was just, it's just a Fair. perfect fit. Ready, nice, nice, nice. Okay, uh, hmm. my coach now. Huh. So I'm debating between two people. One because uh, I'm a big, I'm a big soccer fan, and I, I do like, I, I like Steve Nash. I think he'd be a, a fun guy to talk to. He was uh, such a bad Premier League he, commentator. Exactly, Come but that's. On. Pretty <laughs> But that's the uh, he did Champions League for the record. Oh, Champions League, sorry. Horribly. No. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it was it was, and he uses he's one he does one of the things that is my least. It's like a huge pet peeve is when uh, I guess he's Canadian, so maybe he gets like a half pass. But when Americans talk about soccer and they use uh, like British terminology, but they splice it in, like they'll use soccer and pitch instead of you know soccer and field and like uh, kit. Exactly. Ex- yeah. Exactly. But you're exactly. saying so it's not consistent is your issue, right? He's inconsistent. Um, but I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to go with my man Stan Van Gundy uh, because I I love what Stan stands for. I think he is one of the funnier people. I love when he gets <laughs> mad and yells. I like the way he looks. Even I think he looks hilarious. He reminds me of an oversized version of the the John Lovitz cartoon character, the critic. Do you remember the critic? That's I'm going to age my appropriate myself very hard right now. You, you, uh, you've aged me. <laughs> you're the same age as me it's a, it was a show from the the 90s where john lovitz played a um a cartoon movie critic and he just he'd always would say it stinks and people will eventually google oh, this and think okay. it's a, a dumb joke um but that's okay so no you know, I, I, big I, fans, see, I see the resemblance okay yeah. I'm gonna and, and stan van gundy's someone who uh in an era of a lot of folks being quieter than they should be is as outspoken as he feels like he he needs to be and so i'm a fan of stan van gundy i'm gonna put him as my head coach he's a woke honey Definitely. Also, who can not like him after we're going to build a fucking wall? I know. I was I, uh, timeline. Oh, man. That, so good. That was that's still one of my favorite pieces I've ever done. The, the like sort of picture breakdown of what a fucking wall looks like. What a fucking wall is. Dude. I, go I remember that. that one. 
I have to go find that piece. I just remember like kind of playing around with like drawing one, two, three, four, five in a line, and that took more time <laughs> than actually writing the thing. Wall espionation. All right, uh, but yeah. I'm a little surprised you did. If like outspokenness is like the thing, I'm surprised you went with Stan instead of. I don't know. Maybe someone Haley will take, or maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. Well, so my choice is actually my first choice. Hmm. Okay, Monty. Monty Williams. Yeah, I like Monty. Mm, okay, that's a good one. My most likable coach, and the one I, if I had to pick someone who I wanted to succeed the most, which is a, a thing I'm uncomfortable saying because I do want a lot of people to succeed. It's it's him for sure. <laughs> That's a good pick. It's it's a good impossible yeah. not to like him considering yeah. everything he's been through and just his unshakable faith. And it seems like he's like really good with sort of slightly left of center sort of rosters mm-hmm. or sort of kind of as a, as a human. And you've got like quite the eclectic mix of personalities. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and- yeah. These are some good teams. Okay. Yeah. Ben, I'm surprised you didn't take Popovich. If like outspoken. Yeah, I thought about yeah, I thought about Pop, but when Becky Hammond went, I thought you know we don't need to take two from the same roster there. I, I would love <laughs> to see her someday supplant him as the head coach of of the Spurs. So I'm gonna let that go. I would love to go through a few. Let's just hear from each person a couple that were close to hitting the team, but that you didn't end up selecting. I, I I'll start off with saying that like. I'm a huge fan of TJ McConnell. I love what he put into the Sixers and he is, seems to be like the new fan favorite in Indiana. He's also like legitimately a very good backup point guard. And that's something that's crazy for a kid who's, uh, you know, essentially a, a afterthought from a small school in Pittsburgh who then got to go to Arizona for a period of time to then play in the G league and summer leagues, et cetera, not G league, but summer leagues to play for a process team. So I love his path. And I, I thought about McConnell. I also love Russ Westbrook. I'm a big Russ fan. I think Russ gets written. He gets, Russ gets, Russ is like one of those people who the perception versus reality couldn't be farther from the truth. On what sense? Like, I mean, he's, I think he's a really nice guy. Like, I think he's a much nicer guy than he lets on. But I think this is what I tweeted, I think, after like one of the first games. He's just so frustrating to watch as a player. I say, Russell Westbrook's a lot more fun when he doesn't play for your favorite team. Like, he's he's great (laughs) to enjoy from afar. But I don't want to watch Russell Westbrook play basketball every single game. Trust me, I do it. It's not fun. (laughs) I I guess I just, I guess part of me is that I I like, I, I like Russ's whole aura like aura the vibe the like the thing around him the way that he you know purports himself i think he's cool to step out of he doesn't give a shit what people think about what he wears i think that's an awesome thing i think that he tries to be very unique in himself i also think that he's taken on a lot of crap for for the wrong reasons on the court despite being someone who works i know you mike think of a lot of the right reasons to dislike him but he's an extremely hard worker and yeah. someone who kiss he's been battling through he fought through corona last year he's had a countless uh small injuries in his career both wrist knee etc so i'm a i'm a fan of russ for a lot of reasons and I, then i go back yeah you know i'll back like that it. up because i remember like the you know mvp year that where it was like russ versus harden and i'm just always like why not both? Like, and again, I, people are like, you never, the, the, my friends are always like, you think everything's like just fine. And it's true. A lot of takes candy corn. I'm like, it's fine. The, you know, like whatever it's a hot dog sandwich. Why not? Why not both? I don't know. So literally I'm like, but I, I always stood up for Russell Westbrook because although he, 
is not the player that he was then. I love what he was after KD left. I love what he mm-hmm. took on. And I also like any player who just tries that hard to yeah. me, it makes up for it. It makes up for like some of the, the worst decisions he makes with hustle. shooting. It's fake hustle. Man, Mike is no. so jaded right now. So it's this fake just- hustle. If you really want <laughs> to try not disagree more, if you want to try he- hard, maybe he could like not, fall asleep on the weak side on defense and oh my like kind of maybe like chase after the guy who's running off a pin down instead of sort of pointing to somebody else to do it. Like I said, he's a lot more fun to observe from a distance than having to watch him play every game. That's that's all. <sighs> and, and this that sounds, team, that's all I'm saying. Sounds like some, some wizard sour grapes right there, but you know, at the end of the day, Mike, that's your personal opinion and we all have our in our enjoyable rankings we have yeah. the guys who we enjoy Again, watching. Remember, you're what you're people who pick your team are picking your team for every game. They are invested. They are like for everything. Yeah. They cannot yeah. miss a game. Russell Westbrook is like, oh, that's really fun to watch like once or twice a week. But I yeah. will remind you, he didn't pick him. This is just okay. you know, Correct. so well that's that's true. Thank you, Helly. Sorry, it's just that is absolutely this is true. probably the player I least enjoyed watching this year. Like Myers Leonard is like 571st. Russell Westbrook is like 449th. Well, that's a false equivalency, but sure. Okay, Mike. Uh, okay, let's see. Myers Leonard is like 5 millionth and 71st. Yes. Is that better? <laughs> okay. Okay. Any any other, uh, Jordan or Haley, any other players who are on the tip of your tongue that you ended up not selecting? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a. You, you have go a first, Jordan. Okay. Thanks. I was going to pick Lou Dort Ooh, when I was going to pick Chris Wood. That would have been a great one. I know if I could get that one back, I think I would probably lean more towards Lou Dort because how fun was he in the bubble? I, I love good going back to Russ Westbrook. Effort is my number one thing. Lou Dort is going to give you effort on every single play. Try his hardest. And I feel like Russell Westbrook does that too. No, Lou Dort um, actually does it. Russell Westbrook just does it when the cameras <laughs> are on. Well, you know, you can change. You were the last pick. So do you want to change your pick? Like, I think that's fine. Do you want Lou oh, Dort? It's fi- it, do you want Lou Dort? It's fine. He can be first off the bench. First off the bench, Lou Dort. <laughs> okay. Um, and also Fred Van Vliet. I was going to pick uh, Van Vliet. He's, you know, and one basketball player like Fred Rebbe is amazing so that would have been one um that would have been on my backup but I feel like I had to go with Dame there uh yeah, yeah. he's so fun this that, year and are, back in college I've been a fan of his so Sam yeah yep those are two yeah Van Fleet's great Van Fleet, Van Fleet yeah, would I'm, have been a really good pick actually I'm, yeah. I'm like realizing there's tons of guys who I I mean even so if you go on to the Thunder Shea Gilchrist Alexander has been like, he's becoming one of the most unstoppable players in the NBA, like quick, quickly as well. And completely under the radar because the thunder are what they are right now. And they would have like one of the teams with like three nationally televised games this season or two or whatever. If you really enjoyed him, you would know what his name was. Did I screw it up again? Shea Gilchrist Alexander. You said Gilchrist Alexander. But the second time say? you got it, you got it right there. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Shea, Shea was on my list too. It, it was going to be here. It was Shea or Lamelo, and I decided mm. that Lamelo had a little bit more universal appeal. That's fair. 
but he keeps yeah. getting hurt though. And I don't love that, but anyhow, it's what it is. Little knickknacks. Um, Haley, anyone you were going to have on the list that you did not go with? Yeah. And I, I'm going to run through them because I was writing a lot down because again, like true to Jordan and I's brand, I'm like, I love him. I love him. Oh, I love him. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of effort guys, I love, 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 love guards who will like fucking against what's probably best for them go grab rebounds and like rebounds that are not super easy to get terry rogier Mm. um Mm. obviously a little bit of bias when i found out that we were like this had a little bit to do with basketball i didn't pick this next one but sadaransky i love a two-way player i love someone who tries he's so fun some nights Drew Holiday, super lovable off the court, um, mm. on the court, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, again, I had Jimmy because I was like, I love watching him. Jalen Brown, JoJo Ingles, Paris Joe LeVert, Joe Ingles but he's, good. he's a hurt. And then Stephen Adams. Okay. Mm. I just Can- love Stephen Adams. He's so, uh, he has an accent. Yep. What else could you ask for? Paris Ka- yeah. LeVert is coming back this weekend. Is he? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's that fun. is one of the most unique stories. Most unique shouldn't qualify unique, sorry, but it is a completely unique story. The this idea that I mean, his life potentially was saved by a trade. I can't think of any other scenarios like that. Um, there yeah. was one NHL story where someone had like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and that was found in a in a um, uh, whatever an evaluation of like their health for something else, like a knee injury or something. But um, yeah, those are good ones. And Stephen Adams is like universally known as being like a goofy good teammate to have. And so that's, I was basing a lot of my kind of selections on the non-basketball related side of things. When I made my list, um, I think Boban Marjanovic would be another fun one to have. He seems like a goofy guy. Oh yeah. That's, Enos, actually, that's a good thought. I like Enos Cantor a lot as well. I think uh, he's someone who has a different story to tell and I appreciate that. Uh, Iguodala is someone I've always been a huge fan of. I will argue with my friends till the end of the universe that he'll be a Hall of Famer someday, even though he won't be probably. You don't Um, don't think so? He's going to be really, really close. Um, I I, I think he should be, quite honestly. I mean, I don't know how many NBA Finals MVPs aren't in the Hall of Fame. There's got to be, if there are any. I was going to say that that's probably the biggest argument. Yeah, that's the thing that will get him in. Yeah, I'm gonna look this up. I hope so. Uh, I feel like I feel like there have to be a couple. Yeah, I mean, who knows? And then the other two I had were uh, Nick Vucevic, who is just straight up one of the nicest people in the league, and has always has time for people when they see him in like airports or whatever. Um, And Kyle Anderson is one of my favorite people as well. Kyle Anderson and I have a mutual, very good friend, and apparently, you know, again, he's from North Jersey, played at I think St. Pat's or St. Anthony's, one of those now defunct formerly superior North Jersey high school basketball prep programs. And uh, I just love what Kyle Anderson's done with being one of the least athletic in a very traditional athletic sense, NBA mm-hmm. players, because he's become a legitimately good role player um, with a pretty unique skill set. Like he's a very smart, makes the game go. I, I like to think of him as like an oversized Andre Miller, who I also really used to like. Mm. Ooh. Look, representation matters even for slow people. So totally slow-mo indeed. Um, but yes, Kyle, Kyle Anderson was on my list as well. Um, mm-hmm. I like I like unique players. I like players who play strangely. I feel like yeah. they're like yeah. really fun to root for. Um, so yeah, he was on my list. Uh, by the way, the answer to the Finals MVP question is Cedric Maxwell won Finals MVP <laughs> in 1984, I believe, or maybe one of the other. Is it ones? Celtics? Yeah, with the Celtics, and 
I guess Chauncey Billups, is he technically in the Hall of Fame yet? No, but he will be. You think he so? He will be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he not eligible yet? When did he retire? Yeah, I don't know. It relatively, I mean, I guess so. Look, I'm looking at the class now, and a good way to always feel old is to see who the enough time has elapsed since they've retired. They can be eligible for the Hall of Fame, and seeing guys like Paul Pierce have their names there now makes me feel like really old. Like, like, and I'm not that old, but really old. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't know if Phillips is eligible yet, but that team in general stands out as being one of the most like. I mean, it's essentially five equally valuable pieces that won a title, and there's very few teams that have done that. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, ben Wallace is a vet. Wait, Ben Wallace is eligible yeah. right now, right? Yeah. I was so, just going to say, so Billups would definitely uh, yeah. be either coming up soon, but he should definitely be in it. Yeah. yeah. Billups hung around for a while. Uh, he did. I'm trying to remember. Well, so did Pierce, I guess. I mean, so. Uh, on my list, um, I almost picked Anthony Davis instead of Jokic. I just that's a total pure basketball thing. I just love his game. I think I there's no secret that I love his game, but it was between <laughs> Anthony Davis and Jokic uh for that spot. I said very it looks silly now, but I thought Anthony Davis was the best player in the game in the sport, like better than LeBron, better than any I mean, of them. Coming out of the bubble, that was a, a fine enough take, Mike. I still but think as a as a fan, you don't like watching him play because in this household, we call him the glass man because every time he falls, <laughs> yeah. he thinks something horrible has gone wrong or he's limping. It's his fingernail. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually That's a good high anxiety of watching <laughs> him play because just like we're saying, don't come back. He should not come back until the playoffs because totally. who knows what's going to happen. So game-wise, points-wise, yes, but joy... I think you you made the right choice. Yeah, that's a very good – that's a great call because even though I picked Embiid for the first three years of his career, I watched every single second with a level of anxiety because he hit the ground more than anybody I could think of right. like, in the NBA, and he's enormous. Um, yeah, AD better take his sweet, sweet time with his Achilles. That, that goes without saying. And I hope hopefully the Lakers are playing that intelligently. Um, yeah, I also, I also think in a totally different way, he's probably more fun from afar than up close because – that he doesn't always look like he's trying his hardest, even though he is. So, mm-hmm. like you watch, you you follow Lakers fans on Twitter. I don't know Jordan if you've noticed this. And they're even before he got hurt, they're like, "Man, he's really not trying this year." And I'm like, I'm watching a farm. Like, what are you guys talking about? But I understand that like he doesn't exert the same way that sort of draws people to him. So that's another yeah. sort of point. Uh, Kyle Lowry was someone I thought about, but unfortunately, he's been mm-hmm. an All Star recently, unbelievably. So I didn't pick him. Uh, Jalen Brown was also an all-star that uh, I looked at. Um, I mentioned Jeremy Grant. Uh, just sort of I have a thing for tall wing players who do cool things. And otherwise, you mentioned a lot of the people I'm sure I'm going to think of. Has Trey Young been an all-star, Mike? I think people really like watching Trey play. I'll tell you one if person you, that if, yeah. if Russell Westbrook is four nine is four really? uh, four ninety nine, Trey Young is like 420. You're you're just such a purist, though. I mean, I think the general fan loves watching guys yeah, like, like I, I like play. players who pass the ball every once in a while and not for assists. Like I like <laughs> players who sort of let the other guys get to do things. Just also, me, then you'll remember so that the Bradley Beal fiasco was centered around Trey Young. Last That's year. true. 
Yep. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Oh, Mike just deal, holds man. all this, all this energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bradley Bradley a good player. Yeah. I, I could, I could do without uh, his fiance whining about All Star games. I was going to say that's that's his main point being likable for me. So it's the sell. Interesting. Okay. Yep. I'm yeah, just like, like I'm with we, love her. <laughs> we love yeah, her. Yeah, we love her. <laughs> okay. I'm just like, okay, okay, I get it. Like, he probably he could have been an all-star. Like, you don't have to, like, kind of whine about everything. Sometimes it's okay Is to be it happy. whine or support? Support. Probably the latter there, yeah. Support is this guy's really good. Whine is how come you didn't pick this guy? It's it's a In, negative. It's a she, negative. She had stats. She had reasons, and I think they were valid reasons. Oh, she I, had valid reasons, and she went to bat for her man. And... If somebody did that for mine, I would do the same thing. I'd pull out every single stat of why he's the best. And it's it works the same way. If somebody brings my boyfriend's order wrong, I'm going to give them reason. <laughs> oh, 100%. Why they need I, to I correct expect, this. Yeah. I, I expect nothing less in a relationship. I'm now, yeah. I'm now thinking of the Shit's Creek scene where uh, Alexis is like incredulous that Ted won't send his food back. Do you guys watch that show? I do, but it's I can't remember list. that exact uh, that exact scene. Wow, this is a this is really amazing. Um, riveting, riveting. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I think this is a lot of fun. Um, again, why don't we post these teams? We'll see who actually gets the most fans, and how I will smoke all of you. I uh, look forward to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this I think also hopefully for people who are listening, like this sort of sort of gives some sense into what do we like to watch as people? And you kind of learn a little bit more about our basketball sensibilities from the teams we picked. Right. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was a cool thing. Anyway, the podcast is spinsters. Do you want to put press play on the recorded message about subscribing and all that stuff? Yeah. Let me put on my (laughs) Siri voice. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe with Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Good. Do the same to limited upside too while you're at it. Uh, maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. maybe after you subscribe to Spinsters. But um, yeah, what's uh, what's next on the? I know you guys have some narrative podcasts coming up. Is can you give a sneak preview about what's next? You did a show yeah. on on uh, the HIV Magic Johnson thing from 30 years ago. Uh, what's next? Yeah. We have um, our first contributor show coming on, and I'm going to not reveal the guests yet, but the subject is about dunking. Dunking. So we we were inspired by the dunk contest, and we are so excited about this one. So yeah, this is a good one. Is he on on my team? I just drafted. No, it's okay. We don't. No, no reveals. No reveals. I hope so because that would boost my team. But anyhow, that's that's all right. (laughs) I'm being selfish. Um, This was a lot of fun. I Jordan, it's my first time meeting you and and Haley. It's only our second time, I think, uh, being on a podcast together. But I'm I'm wishing you both all the luck. I know it's going to be a a success. And um, I mean, look, we're all part of this Blue Wire family here. So hopefully, we will. Um, you know, cross pollinate again on a pod sometime soon. But I think ultimately we couldn't think of two what? better people to have what, what? cross pollinate. Yeah. I feel like that's not what, what you're really what, trying to go for. There. What, what, that's exactly it. It's like <laughs> mixing two different things together. Yeah, but th- two th- different th- podcasts. Isn't pollinating like mixing genetics? No, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Yeah, it's a freaking figure of speech. 
writer guy Mike. I feel like it's a God. Little, I feel like it's like a little bit too. Anyway, whatever. Okay, cross pollinate, <laughs> buddy. Okay, buddy. That is a a turn of phrase that is relatively well uh, uh, used in a, in a pretty um, you know ubiquitous in a, what, sense. A ho- holistic sense is that what you're didn't saying? go there. <laughs> you said the word, not me. Okay. Ding 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 ding. Okay, okay, okay. All right. That, um, should, anyhow, that should probably do it. Thank you guys so yeah, much for it. joining that's us. It. Until next time, this is the Limited Upside Podcast.